here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside mr damon mcdonald it is sunday june 12th and we have got a lot to discuss here today on this week's episode of course we are going to talk about the best of the super juniors 23 we had the semifinals and the finals that took place last week at Sendai Sun Plaza Hall. And we are going to give our official preview and predictions for the Big Dominion show, which is next Sunday, June 19th. Damon, how are you doing this week? This week is good. You know, we're uh, we're busy. We have a lot of pro wrestling news and notes to chat about. Um Pretty fun weekend when it came to New Japan stuff, I think, right? I think this was uh, overwhelmingly positive, and uh, we had some English commentary. We had some, uh, you know, a new winner of the of the Best of the Super Juniors. We had a fun final. So, uh, no, I think uh, I think all's good in the world of pro graphs. Absolutely, and of course, the the twenty three year old sensation that is sweeping the nation, the first British winner of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament, Mister Will Osprey, defeating Ryusuke Taguchi at Sendai, and what a match it was! I liked it a lot. I thought this match was really great, and I, again, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in just moments. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm 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 amazed at you know what do you, what do you say he was 23 23 years old 23 what what were you doing at 23 Colin Miller cuz I got news for you nothing like that that's for fucking sure No I I, I certainly wasn't uh as acrobatic uh <laughs> when I was 23 as Mr. Osprey was and um boy I'll tell you what this match, you know, I think I said last week that I wanted the finals to be Seidel versus Osprey, but I'll tell you what, Ghetto really made the right decision in booking a Taguchi Osprey final because Taguchi, you know, I, I posed the question on Twitter who do you think was the MVP of this year's Best of the Super Juniors tournament? And overwhelmingly, the response has been Taguchi. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. That kind of kind of surprises me. Um, only in the sense of how flashy... Well, you know what? There's really two kind of schools of thought. And, I, and if we're going to get into MVP talk, we can do that right now. Um, 
first of all, I think the the, the overall tournament as a whole was outstanding. One and, of the best and, tournaments in years. Yeah, and last year's I thought was really good, and I thought the even the year before that was 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 good as well. And I think th- there's been a general progression of how good these things have been, and even on like you know you know night three and night four, uh, you know where you know you might expect. Uh, a a a very good match to be on top. Usually there is one, maybe two, um, really strong matches each night. There was really only like one night. I think it might have been night two that was a little weak. But overall, I think everybody. I, I was I wasn't really disappointed with with anyone. I thought everyone filled their role just nice. Yeah. You could make the argument for a lot of competitors in this tournament that they were the MVP of uh, this year's Best of the Super Juniors. And, you know, not only that, as far as match quality goes, I think that we have at least three match of the year contenders that came from this. I, I mean, listen, I think, and, and again, I think the Osprey-Ricochet match is one of those matches that um, is, is going to be in a lot of people's top three. Um, I, I think, and at the very least, top fives. Right, I, I I really feel like that's 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 a match that's going to hit the marks with a lot of people. It's going to check the boxes for a lot of people. Um, and again, the one thing that I that I that I kind of harp on is the buzz that that match generated. And I was thinking about that too. Like, so for me, when we're talking about MVPs, you know, I think Will Osprey has to be that MVP. With for me, Taguchi right behind. Taguchi is an MVP because, again, we saw two years of just comedy and shtick and ass-based offense, and he was a running joke on this show, and and sh- and people who do shows and talk about New Japan in general. Um, I mean, even Kelly, Kevin Kelly, and Carino brought it up. You know how you know it's it's almost shocking that he's here because you know since Apollo Fifty Five, we really hadn't seen a serious. Uh, you know, hard hitting, uh, taking things serious. Taguchi, we saw goofiness and silliness, and and it kind of goes back to my original point of shows ago. Of you know, this roster is so fucking amazing that when they're caught upon and and the fingers pointed at them, and I need you for a month to be fucking on point, they can do that. But anyway, Will Ospreay, um, I'm, I'm thinking about the buzz that this match generated and the fact that from a Western eyes perspective, to me, this is a match that probably has been viewed by more people than just about any other New Japan pro wrestling match. Right. I agree. Especially, especially that 10 minute, you know, opening flippy do spots. Right. That that has polarized the, the wrestling world. You know how um, in the 90s, like Jushin Thunder Liger um, was a gateway to Japanese wrestling for a lot of fans, and um, you know, in, including yours truly. Um, I think that this uh, Ricochet versus Osprey match is going to be a gateway to Japanese wrestling for a lot of uh, pro wrestling fans in the modern era. I, I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. You know, and I don't want to put too much stock into the the online buzz of it because, you know, and I don't know the numbers. You know, I don't know the the, the YouTube views, and I don't know the, the the analytics behind it. But you know, 
that that Joey Ryan clip where he you know does the 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 cock the flip, dick spot the dick spot if you will <laughs> um, the Richard spot um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if yeah yeah that's what I went for um, I mean that's been viewed a trillion times I don't see DDT's numbers going through the roof right no right. And I and I and I would dare to say that clip had been shared and liked and retweeted just as much, if not more, than the Ricochet Will Osprey. Right now, here's the one thing that the Will Osprey Ricochet match had over the Richard spot was, uh, you know, this was on mainstream media. You know, ES again. I go back to ESPN for for a New Japan, even if it's ten seconds. For that to be on ESPN, New Japan Pro Wrestling, if you, I, I wouldn't have, I, I would have never predicted it, you know, a month ago, let alone, you know, a year ago. Like we said last week, you know, if if I would have said to you at the beginning of 2016, Damon, there is going to be a match in New Japan that goes viral. It's going to be on ESPN. It's going to be on Fox Sports. You would have said, and fill in the line for me, Colin, uh, your. You're a fucking mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. That's what it probably would have been. Yeah. Yes. And I and to this day, I, it still boggles my mind that that there was a clip of Cork and Hall Pro Wrestling or whatever they called it. Um, yeah, I don't even think they mentioned. Did they mention New Japan Pro Wrestling in that clip? I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I don't know either. Um, regardless, it's still uh, yeah craziness uh, that that happened. But again. I'd like to see, did that help New Japan World? Was there a, a jump in subscriptions? Was there um, increased web traffic to their site? Like, can, can this be, you know, connected to any type of revenue growth, right? And especially from a Western market, right? Um, because, again, you know, people can talk all day about, oh, it got retweeted 7 trillion times. And, it, okay. Oh, it had 17,000 views on, on YouTube. Okay, great. What does that mean? Is, is, that, is there an, an impact? And again, it may, we may not see that immediately, but I would think that something like that would help. You would see a bump in subscriptions because at the end of the day, that's really what New Japan's looking for when it comes to something like that. Did that result in a bump in subscriptions and or profitability? Well, here's what I'm what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that um, the viewership for this Ricochet versus Will Osprey match, you know, if it did inspire a lot of people to go check out njpwworld.com, maybe this will finally light a fire under New Japan's ass to get at at the very least a English website up, because Damon, I've said it time and time again, you know. Uh, your your average Joe doesn't want to have to go through the Google translation process and, uh, you know, um, f figuring out how to sign up and how to watch it. You know, at the very least, um, I think that this should um, inspire them to get a English website up. And you know what? You know what else I'd like to see on uh, NJPW World? I was thinking about what's this a, what's today. What's that entitled, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would love what's to that see entitled them, millennial. <laughs> I, I would love to see them get um, a more organized library up. So, for example, let's say I want to watch the very first Best of the Super Juniors tournament from 1994. Well, I'll tell you what. 
I don't even know how to find that on NJPW World right now. Like, do, do do they even have the first tournament in its entirety? And how would you search for it? Like, it, yeah, it's there. Um, I think we even had people tweet us that that it was there. Um, I mean, you could, but here's the thing: you could search by wrestler, and you could search by venue, and you could search by. I mean, I don't want to get into another, uh, you know, pluses and minuses of New Japan World, but um, I mean, I mean. I think it's even easier than the uh, the WWE network. That's for sure. And again, I, I think we we crushed that network pluses and minuses to death. But I will say this, Colin. You know, you talk about the English website. You know, it, a year ago, we didn't have a Kevin Kelly and, and Steve Carino going over there. Right. That's true. And, and 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 again, baby steps. Right. Baby steps. Um, would it be would it be nice? To have a, an English website? Sure, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that it wouldn't. Uh, and this is a guy that's, you know, navigated the the deep waters of New Japan Pro Wrestling for years. You know, you find this shit, you Google Translate this, you watch this videotape, you check out this YouTube clip, you, you download a torrent, you go on fucking, you know, what, news groups back in the day? What was it? Alt? Pro, RSPW or whatever it was. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there. So, uh, I think I think this is a real golden age. Again, I I go back to it, Colin. You you didn't you didn't have to go through the struggles. Your struggles right now is, is an English website. My struggles is oh, I'm watching the Tokyo Dome and it's Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. My struggles are like a first world problem compared to you know what you went through back in the day just call so. me a fucking pioneer colin that's all i want right <laughs> call me a you, fucking i'm a trailblazer you are a trailblazer that's and i don't think anyone's going to argue that point thank you well some people would but that's, that's a beside the point all right so um again mvps if you're putting a gun to my head and saying damon give me your mvps of the tournament i, I gotta go will osprey first i gotta go will osprey first i think the buzz that he generated um i think the matches that he had were 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 pretty great. I mean, up and down. He, he didn't he didn't pull out a stinker. Some were better than others, and I think that Ricochet match just puts him over the top. And this Taguchi final match was really fucking outstanding as well. So I got to give him one, two. Taguchi. Yep, absolutely. You know, here's a guy that ass base offense for two years. When he's called upon, he delivered in a big fucking way. And you know what? And and even like. Little bits. He was still able to give give us little bits of goofy to Gooch, right? He the was. Big, he he, he did throw in sprinkles of it there, you know. Yeah. The big bird, the bushy makeup, right? Um, and he does the the whole Nakamura shtick in his matches as well. He still does that. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, he's he's mocking Ghetto. You know, it comes out with the you know. There's plenty of shit you can wrap your fucking head around if you like the comedy to Gooch. He did a good but, balancing act in this tournament of you know. Still yeah. incorporating that 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 comedy stuff, and you know, harkening uh, back to the Taguchi of Apollo Fifty Five, like uh, Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino mentioned during the final. Yeah, I, I agree. And then third for me would be, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that could get it. I, I got, I'm going to go Kushida. I think consi- consistently Kushida was incredible during this tournament. Um, uh, you know, up and down. Uh, you, you, you can't dismiss what he was able to do. So, but listen, if you wanted to argue that you know Ricochet was that guy, if you wanted to argue that Volador Jr. was that guy, if you wanted to argue, some people are you know all about the Rocky Romero this tournament. And I, I'm not going to knock you, um, but that that would be my three: Taguchi, uh, or excuse me, Osprey, Taguchi, uh, 
that's my new nickname. The the Gooch. The Gooch. The, the Gooch. Uh, and um, and Kushida. I, I would go those three. How about you, big guy? Well, before I get into mine, I just wanted to read one tweet from one of our followers. This is from at Ayata Subuta. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And in regards to the MVPs, he says. A lot of people say Taguchi, but for me, Kushida just proved that he was the ace during this tournament. So it's between them. So there you go. Somebody arguing that, you know, Kushida was the MVP of this tournament. Um, For me personally, man, like I said, so many guys just showed so much talent during this. And um, if I'm excluding Will Ospreay, if I'm not talking about him, I would say Taguchi easily because I never would have expected, you know, uh, this from him during the tournament. Um, I would also say um, Matt Seidel. I thought that he had some great matches during this tournament. His match with Kushida was um, pro- probably in my top five of the tournament. Um, yep. Volador Jr. I thought was great during this. Mm-hmm. He yep. had a match with Will Ospreay during the semifinals that was just fantastic. I mean, and the finish of this match, we saw Volador Jr. do a Spanish fly with Will Ospreay from the top rope. Ospreay lands on his feet and then does that springboard diamond cutter, os cutter finish. That was just a beautiful sequence. So Volador Jr., I think, I think you could make an argument for him that uh, he, he was one of the MVPs of this tournament. And, God, Rocky Romero. Yeah. Rocky yeah, Romero really stepped up to the plate. He had a great match with, uh, what was it, in, in the semifinals with, um, was it Kyle O'Reilly? It was Kyle yeah. O'Reilly. Yeah. I mean, again, I I think David Finley had a strong one. Ghetto had a great one. He did. Right? I, I mean, to me... I can't really hand wave. Any, I, mean, I think Tiger Mask was okay. Tiger Mask was, you know, he was there. Yeah, you know, the uh, Chase Owens. Okay, he, he did. But he here's the thing with the Chase Owens though. And again, I don't want to lay the boots to Chase Owens. Uh, he was there for a reason, for and one reason only to be the dick to spoil Ricochet. Yeah, and he, and and I called it last week. Um, yeah, but that's exactly why he was there. He surprised and, and, me, though, as as, as far as um, in-ring quality goes, because, you know, I made it no secret that I'm not the biggest Chase Owens fan, but I think in a lot of these matches, he delivered far beyond my expectations. Uh, I mean, I didn't have a lot of expectations going in. Um, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't horrific, but, like, if, like if you're asking me to to rate... Uh, all of them, put them all in one little column, and uh, who's the top, who's at the bottom? Uh, Chase is at the bottom. Yeah, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think anybody was bad no. in this. Like, not one person really like stunk up the joint. No, no, there was nobody who, again, the, the bottom, the Tiger Masks, the the um, the the Chase Owens. How about Beretta? Beretta was good. I, I think that there is a strong argument for him being one of the MVPs of this tournament. I I enjoyed almost every match he was in. What was our what were our readers saying? Do you have that that up? Do you have that, any of that information up? Like, just give me like a rundown of like um, our mentions ab- about this. You you tweeted out the question. What were some of our listeners saying? Do you have that readily available? Yeah, I have that right here on Twitter. You know, oh, so okay. so again, I posed the question: Who was your MVP? And uh, 
we have um, we have Taguchi, we have Kushida, um, Taguchi. I'm getting Kyle O'Reilly. I think he had a strong one, especially in the beginning, and and even at the end, even at the end, that match with Rocky Romero was pretty strong too. You know that uh, he he's just a fucking good pro wrestler. So he's one of the best. I think so. I think uh, you know he's. He's he's on my list for wrestler, you know, uh, what most outstanding wrestler or whatever we want to call it. Okay, what, what else were people saying? Uh, people were saying we have, we have one person saying Osprey, um, Taguchi again. Um, Anybody say Bushi? <laughs> not one, <laughs> not one listener said okay. Bushi. Um, okay. He might he might be the one guy that I'm kind of like iffy on. I think he could have done better. We have, uh, uh, yeah, Bushi. I mean, I, I, you know what? I think his best match of the tournament came from the semifinals against Kushida, actually. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And there's or that built in. And again, we had that one circled, right? We had that one kind of. Yep, he uh, was the spoiler. One. Yep, yep. We said that one from the jump. All right, what, uh, what else are people saying? We have one Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. Um, and, and again, Taguchi, Taguchi. So the overwhelming response from our listeners is that Taguchi was the standout in this tournament. Okay. I'm not going to knock it. Yeah. Like I said, I think Osprey might have been a little bit more flashy, might have had a little bit more buzz. But the anchor of that tournament being Taguchi, I, I have no problem with it. I think he had an outstanding, outstanding tournament. Now, as far as um, match of the tournament, I'm, I'm going to pull this up here on Twitter as well. Okay. Um, we have one person saying Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. I love that match. We have another Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, probably Taguchi and Osprey followed by O'Reilly and Kushida. Um, how about one listener, and uh, this is at Tupat Shakur. <laughs> Tupat Shakur. Yep, Tupat Shakur. He says, Some of you motherfuckers have the greatest names. I'm telling you, I just laughed at your goddamn names. My, my, my favorite is still Gaming Gumboot. Of course. I still hold him very near and dear to my heart. But Tupat Shakur says, My personal favorite was Rocky Romero versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, hey, I'm not going to disagree with him. I thought it was a great match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did anybody say the finals, or or do we pose that question a little late? No, I'm 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 getting into that here. I'm going to read two more tweets here at Moondog Mackey. Mm, he stinks. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's <laughs> a, a he's a son of a bitch. That guy. <laughs> All right. Um, he says Osprey versus Taguchi, just edging out Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. Mm, okay. And I'm, then I'm... at Abby A says Taguchi and Osprey for the wrestling and Ghetto and Rocky for the fun. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people like that comedy, man. And, and that's like another it. thing about this tournament that you can say it had uh different strokes for different folks. You know, it, it, it kind of had something for everybody. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um match, I'm going um hmm, I gotta go I gotta go Osprey Ricochet first. I think that's I think that's match of the tournament. I think that's going to have the most staying power. People are going to remember that forever. It's a touchstone moment, a, a, a defining moment, um, and a great match. So uh, I'm going there first. I think um, I liked O'Reilly Kushida. I, I really loved that match. I thought that match was outstanding. And then uh, I'm going finals. I'm going to Gooch uh, Osprey. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah, you know um, O'Reilly versus Kushida. The 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 very first main event from the start of this tournament that seems to be our listeners overwhelming favorites um and i'm not going to argue with that that was a great match although i still say that the finals from last year that they had was just a smidge better 
than the okay. one from this year. Um, I loved Taguchi versus Kushida. I, yeah, you did. I, I, I re- there, there was something about that match I really loved. I loved Matt Seidel versus Kushida. I thought was just off the charts. Yeah, um, that's one match that's kind of getting lost in the shuffle, isn't it? It really is, and I don't, I don't understand why because it was a fucking great professional wrestling match. I think people need to go back and watch that. And it's not my top three, I, but but it, I, it's in my top five. I think. I think. I think. I think. I could safely say that that Seidel match was. In my top five. Yeah, if, if I'm going to make a top five, and in, in no particular order, it's going to be Ricochet and Osprey, of course. I just, you know, I don't even yeah. need to explain why. Right. Uh, Taguchi and Kushida. Okay. Um, Seidel and Kushida. Mm-hmm. Um, the final with Taguchi and Osprey. You know, okay. I, I, I think that is absolutely going to be in the... Uh, match of the year category at the PuroCast year-end awards, along with the Ricochet-Osprey match. Okay. And probably Kushida and O'Reilly, just because, again, a great match. Very I, innovative, creative things. Yeah. Uh, now take a look at your list. What name have you mentioned more than anybody else? Taguchi was in a lot of them. <laughs> so was Kushida. So was Kushida. Those two were were above everybody else. Yeah, so the matches that you named off. Yeah, maybe the the two MVPs of this tournament for me just might be Taguchi and Kushida. Yeah, safe. Hey, listen, no, again, I, you could come up to me and say you know something completely different, and and it's not one of those situations where you're like, ah, you're out of your fucking mind. Everybody has. You can make an argument that you know you're not going to eye roll um, for just about anybody in this tournament. You really, really. Right. If, if you think that it's Volador Jr., I am not going to argue with that. You could make an argument. Now, listen, that, I think that that's a little bit of a stretch. He really wasn't in one of those, you know, showcase type of spots. But I think he had a solid fucking tournament. And again, if, that, if that's your cup of tea, you, you could make an argument for that. Yeah. Um, go, go, go back and watch his match against Osprey. It was great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think Kushida's in there, Osprey and, and Taguchi. Okay. Those are our MVPs. Good. Yeah, there we go. Now, how about the English commentary for the best of the Super Junior <laughs> shows? I, you know, we, we were talking about it a little bit off the air earlier. I believe that this was Kevin Kelly and uh, King Carino's best job thus far doing commentary for NJPW World. And one of the things that I think that they really excelled at this time around was um, really um, drawing back to a lot of history. And I think that's one of the things that people loved about Mauro Ranallo's commentary on the Access show back when he was doing it, not only for his passion for the product, but because he was like a walking encyclopedia for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I just, you know, love that that, that um, uh, Kevin Kelly and Carino were really so prepared like i i i love the little things like mentioning that um fit finley was in the very first best of the super juniors tournaments um i love the fact that they mentioned that uh osprey was the fifth gaijin to ever win the tournament behind uh chris benoit black tiger um prince devitz and ricochet mm-hmm. you know they they did a very good job at uh preparing their notes for this that was one of the things that stood out to me the most I, I agree, but I'm going to go in a little bit of a different angle. Okay. Um, 
here's here I'm going to make a couple points on uh, Kevin Kelly. And again, he's a friend of the show. Uh, we know he listens. We know uh, again all that. Uh, I don't thank know. him for both shout outs, by the way. Uh, yeah, how about that? You know, not for nothing. We we do we do got to tip our hat to him. Uh, we and again, these it's not like I'm like, hey, mention the you know, I, I say it jokingly, but he does does that on his own free will, guys. Uh, and I think that's pretty rad. I, I can't I, I you know every time you know it happens, my phone blows up, and you know, with the texts and the and the tweets and not for nothing, our subscriber rate goes up, um, our traffic to our sites and goes up. Um, every time he does it, and he doesn't have to do it, but he does it, which I think is very fucking cool. That being said, I thought this commentary. Well, first I'm going to say this. Um, you know, there is a line in the sand when it comes to the English commentary and the Japanese commentary, um, and there are people that aren't going to listen to the fucking English commentary no matter what. No, right? there are strict purists, and a lot of them are on the uh, the classic board on Facebook. You know, they're they're just not. Uh, tuning into the English commentary, and that's that's their prerogative. Absolutely, and and I and I can understand why. I mean, it's it's something that it's it's not necessarily even the words that are coming out because they don't understand the Japanese language. It's more of the cadence and the energy and the fire, um, and they could be you know, you know, they they could be just reciting Alanis Morissette lyrics for all we know, right? But they're doing it <laughs> at such a way. They have the that... lyric booklet for Jagged Little Pill in front of them. <laughs> exactly. Isn't it ironic? Um, you know, it doesn't matter. We don't know what the fuck they're saying, but we're assuming we do. And that might have something to do with it in the sense of we're using our kind of our own, um, I don't want to say our own imagination with what they could be saying and kind of painting a picture for ourselves mentally while we're watching this. Um these matches that that being said if you're skipping out on the english commentary you are missing out absolutely how's that you're missing out um and that's coming from a guy who again loves loves his japanese just for the reason i just described right i don't know what the fuck they're saying but i love the fact that they're saying it you know uh but the English commentary has been an absolute treat. This this show was a glowing example of that, where those two guys made this show even better uh, by hearing the English commentary. A couple things I want to point out. One, we made a comment um, to, to Kevin Kelly before, and Kevin Kelly point blank asked us, hey, wh wh give, me, give me some – what would you want to hear? How would you want to hear this done? How how is this something that that you know I can be better? And that's something that's pretty awesome about Kevin Kelly is that he takes that as constructive criticism as opposed to oh these fucking twats are laying the boots. Sure, um, and he could have easily said that. Oh Christ, without question, especially you know? with you. But ex trust me, I told that story. But the first time actually physically meeting him, I was like, this guy fucking unload on me, and he has every right to. Um, Again, with that, and, and here's the thing, though. I feel, I feel like I was right, and I, I really do. I feel like I was right in that in that criticism. Sure. And and, and, uh, and I'll point out where I think things are wrong, and I'll I'll point out where thing things are right. Kevin Kelly ain't paying us, um, yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, um, the one thing that I do, I did notice, um, was that energy, and we told him, you know, Kevin, what makes this the genre of pro wrestling so great is the the things that are serious are treated seriously and are giving you're you're feeling the importance of what it is 
he absolutely did that. And both him and Carino did that during the final. Man, they got me juiced up. They got me fired up listening to their commentary during that finals match. They did an outstanding job painting the picture, not only for Osprey, but for Taguchi as well. They really set a stage and built and built. And those last five minutes, they were they were jumping out of their seats, and it translated so fucking well through the TV. I thought it was outstanding. That's number one. Yeah, speaking speaking of um, passionate commentary, one of my favorite moments was um, during the final match with Taguchi and Osprey when when Osprey did that. What, what what was it? A reverse shooting star press. Yeah, yeah Carino I... Carino just goes, "What the hell was that?" Right, right. It was amazing. I mean, the kickouts and 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 again, a, a a commentator's job, a play-by-play and a color guy's job is to get over those little subtleties in a match. And I, I, you know, you, you didn't hear many complaints about Will Ospreay and, and the, the people who have that, that selling fetish. Um, you didn't hear a lot of complaints. And I, again, I think Will Ospreay did an outstanding job selling, right? He's one of the best sellers in the business right now, as far as I'm concerned. There's, you could go either way. You know, there's people who fucking hate it, Colin. And, and you know, I don't get it, but there are people that hate it and love it. Point being... Those two guys, Kelly and Carino, did an outstanding job of getting over those subtleties of how Osprey is selling the leg. And then when Osprey is doing his death to flying flippy do bullshit, you know, he's doing it on one leg, you know, and they made mention of, of, of individual key spots. Oh, my God, he's doing it on one leg. So that was another thing that I definitely noticed and they did an outstanding job on. Third thing. They sounded like. And I and and. It's not often that you hear this in a professional wrestling, especially when we're talking about a, a, a big deal production pro wrestling, that, and, and it comes off as genuine. They genuinely, genuinely sounded like they were having a fucking blast. And, they, and you could tell there were times where the camera shots were a little, you know, whatever. You could see them in the background, and they're kind of like, did you remember the Nakanishi spot um, and... Carino had mentioned something about how Nakanishi's in adverts for the shake weight. Yeah. Yes. Right? And then it went back and forth and Carino <laughs> made a, you know, a, a dig at, at Kelly about the masturbatory thing in the hotel room and his forearms. And you look at, and you can see Kelly kind of laughing, you know, like, uh, you know, oh, he's not on mic. He, he killed his mic. But, you know, it's that kind of stuff that I really – and they probably do that all the time. But it just came across on this show that they were having a, a fucking blast and they were playing off each other and their timing was great. Last thing, fourth thing. So we had made mention before, and I think I made mention before, that um, the sound quality on on the mix, right, the audio mix between – I mean, again, you got the Japanese commentators. You got the ring mic. You got the music. You got Now you got an English booth. And whoever's on that riding that – that mixing board, he's got his hands full. They did an ex, and they really did this in the beginning. Maybe not so much at the uh, as the, at the tail end of the show, but in the beginning, they you could tell that it was a conscious decision. They were shutting up when ring announcers were were, were making their ring introduction, ring introductions, um, just so they weren't you know tripping over each other, and the, and the mix was 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 tighter. So when they knew that the mic was open, they were talking and they were cutting it quick, and they kind of knew. There was one point where the, I, I never get the ring announcer's name. My, my apologies, but um, he's he was ready to m- introduce somebody, and he kind of pump faked, and Carino stopped talking, but then the the mic went down for the ring announcer, and then Carino kind of picked up his thought from there. 
Um, that's not easy to do. You know, I know, I know they have the ear. You know, they might have some type of countdown in their ears, but I, I don't think they're getting a lot of direction. And they're really watching visual cues, and and you're doing that at a live pro wrestling event. Uh, there's nobody in the truck, you know, giving them cues for that. They're watching and looking and 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 trying to make men, you know, trying to kind of get it all in, and at the same time remembering that okay, when when something else is going on, we shouldn't be talking because. Uh, it's just going to get drowned out. So I thought that was outstanding. Look, uh, a thumbs up all the way. And I, and I looked online, and, and I didn't see anybody laying the boots to them. I thought they did an outstanding job. Um, was it the, their best one? You could argue it. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. They, they made the show better for me, and that's, that's the highest compliment I can give. I agree. And, and, and again, what I said originally, a lot of that for me, a lot of what, what kind of increases the enjoyment when watching these matches for me is that they really made this tournament feel like it was something special by, you know, giving a lot of history. Um, you know, I, 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 I just, I get off on hearing that, you know, this, this is uh Jushin Thunder Ligers, you know, however many best of the super, super juniors tournament. And he, he won the first one in 94 and the one from 2001. I love having that history there. And I think it just makes the tournament and the wrestlers' participation in the tournament feel that much more significant. And um, also, um, what you were saying in regards to the audio quality, this was a big improvement. Um, there, there was only one point that I can remember, and I think it was from the semifinals from uh, June 6th, and it was at the, the uh, very beginning of the show. I can't remember what match it was, but they were dubbing in music, and they were still talking, and it was very hard to you know uh, hear what they were saying, but that was literally the only moment throughout both shows that that really happened. Like, like you said, they did a great job at knowing when to shut up. So, you know, if you go back and you listen to the very first English commentary on New Japan World, which I believe was King of Pro Wrestling from last right. October, mm-hmm. and you listen to the English commentary from both of these best of the Super Junior shows, boy, what a what a improvement. Yeah. I, I mean, you think I'm kidding, but like in our in our awards, Kevin Kelly's getting a vote for most improved. <laughs> yeah, he he might be one of the nominees. I'm telling you. I mean, seriously, from me literally screaming at the top of my lungs how this guy fucked up and how it was shit, and you're like, you know, it wasn't that bad, and I'm 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 going off on him. To today here, you know, dare I say, look for, looking forward to their next their, their next show. Yeah, you which know? is going to be uh, the three final G1 climax shows in August. We got that confirmed. I believe that's confirmed. Okay, maybe we get on the. Maybe we uh, send out a little tweet or Um Why don't you do that? Why don't you get a hold of Kevin Kelly? He likes you better. <laughs> well, <laughs> that goes without saying. But um, yeah, let's find out because um, I'd, I'd be curious to when when their next run is. Um, it probably will be G one. I mean, what what's next? We got Dominion, and there's nothing else. The next is G one, right? August is right around the corner, right? Yep, that's right. Wow, where the hell did this year go? We're coming up on our one-year anniversary there, kid. Yeah, we are at the uh, end end of July. I mean, we started this thing, this humble little podcast, uh, at the beginning of the G1 tournament last year. And boy, I'll tell you what, I don't know where the time went. Yeah, I'll tell you, time flies when you're having fun. All right, so there's Kevin Kelly. Again, thumbs up for the him and, the, and Carino. Again, another outstanding job from the commentary perspective. Uh, but we got a show to review, don't we here, champ? 
We do. So we are going to uh, review the final Best of the Super Juniors 23, which took place once again at Sunday Sun Plaza Hall to a sellout crowd of 2,167. We're good. We're good, Dave. We're gonna be all right. <laughs> Sold <laughs> yep. out. Right? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yep, it, it was a sellout. Unlike, uh, unlike the first night, which um, you could really tell there was a lot of empty seats, and that crowd was only one thousand one hundred and seventy-eight. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, there, I, there, there were visibly empty seats that you can see, but you know, um, this one to complete sellout. You know, and the crowd was just totally into it throughout the entire evening. I thought the crowd was good. Yeah, I thought the crowd. Hot was really crowd. Fun. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's start off with the first match here, and that is Jay White versus David Finley. And uh, Jay White, uh, next week, next Sunday, he is going to be making his final appearance for the time being for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, can we can 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 we give credit where credit is due, Colin? Yes, we can. Where did we first learn about Jay White on excursion? In the Northeast, who was the first person to say that? Was it? <laughs> it was me. Does his name begin with a, a Damon? Yes. And yes. end with a McDonald? Yes. Yes. Hi. Um, Big Barry Horowitz pat on the back. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I got that news long ago. And you, you know, you're a longtime listener. You knew this already, um, that this was happening. So uh, good, good, good job by me. Right, guys? All right. Thank you. Sorry, Colin. I need. I just needed that. I, I, you know, I need a little, you know, affirmation. I need a little, you know. Sometimes I need a little, uh, you know. Uh, you did a good job, Damon. That's all I need every once in a oh, while. Oh, we, we we know you need a lot of that. You, <laughs> you've, you've got issues. I really do. All right. Uh, so yeah, Jay White, uh, David Finley. What was it? How many times have we seen this? Uh, what uh, White was seven and one going into this match? Was it? Yeah, something like you know. It's funny when I was. Uh, taking a peek at the classic board on Facebook. And I, I saw our buddy Eric post a status, you know, yeah. saying, Oh boy, Jay white versus David Finley. I haven't seen this match in 12 minutes. <laughs> he's had it. I got, I was talking to him last night. I was with him uh, last night. Um, yeah. He's fucking, he's, he's over it. He's like, thank God that's fucking done. I mean, but here's the thing too. You saw this before with Shotanaka and Yohei Komatsu, right? Right. I mean, this is, this is what they do. It's just, you you do get tired of it, even though it's great. You know what? The, the, what, the, what they're able to do is, but yeah, sometimes it gets a little, you know, you're like, oh, this fucking shit again. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do another one. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's like some, some you can get, and, and that's the one thing about this tournament was everything other than the, the junior matches, the tournament matches, it felt like we saw the same fucking shit night in and night out. I, there were times where I thought I was watching the same show. Right. That yeah, I we talked saw. about it last week. <laughs> right. Because you're seeing not only the same matches, you're seeing the same fucking spots. How many times in this past in, the, in this tournament did you see Juice Robinson and Nakanishi do the, the, the forearm spot? Juice call him a motherfucker. They, you know, bounce off the ropes, ram, bounce off the rope, shoulder block. You know, it's this, it, uh, you know, Nakanishi flying body press. I, I, you saw that. 700 times it felt like it felt how, like you were living in a loop how many times did you see uh sonata do the double leapfrog into the drop kick right i mean i understand people have signature spots and shit but like that's that's the kind of shit that drives me crazy that all right come on guys just cut something come up with something you know eric was talking about um one time when he went to, he's been to japan like six times now um and we're planning on a trip not this one i'm going solo um this one um, in january 
yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. But then um, the following year, we're already planning 2017. Um, but he was talking about um, how we went to a, a show, and it was like a split show. It was um, Rihanna. What is it? Rihanna? 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 Not Rihanna, but the 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 <laughs> the, 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 the women's group. Uh, you know what I mean? And yeah, then JWP. I, I know what you're about. It was like a split show, or maybe it was Stardom and JWP. It might have been Stardom JWP. People are gonna think that uh, Eric went to a Rihanna concert in Japan was, at the Tokyo me, Dome. I guarantee you, he didn't go there. Um, <laughs> you know, he just started listening to to the show like full time because he couldn't like he couldn't um, listen to it conveniently. And I told him about you know you can listen on your Apple TV, dude. And he's like, "Holy shit!" So now he listens all the time. So now he's going to be fucking texting you. Oh God! Oh, yeah, you're going to get the boots, brother. Um, Probably hates me. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, so what was my point? Oh yeah, he was talking about how they had the, the split show, and it was their champion from JWP at the time and the champion from Stardom at the time had a match on in the afternoon. But then it was a JWP show at night, so that they had a rematch, but it was a completely different match. And I, I know I just like the idea of that. My point being, boy, oh, boy, did we see the same fucking shit over and over again on this tour. That's all. Thank you. Yep. And, and that goes along with this Jay White and Finley match. This was, you know, it, it, this was very short. It went about uh, six minutes and 12 seconds. We saw Jay White win with a small package. And it was just a, you know, a, a nothing Young Lions match. Oh, I don't know if it was a nothing one. I, I, I thought it was good. And I thought there was a couple of moments there that were actually pretty interesting. The one uh, spot where... Um, Jay White goes headfirst into the turnbuckle, like into the pad. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I feel like we've seen that before, though. Okay, uh, it was, there was there was a, a nice little violent drop kick in a corner from Finley. I mean, there was some shit that was good. Don't get me wrong, but it, I'm not saying it was it, it was a bad match. I'm just saying, you know, it, I don't think there was anything that distinguished this contest, you know, from all the 500 other contests that they had. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I thought it was good, but you're right. It, I, I, I can't. I can't try and turn you know water to wine on this. It's this, you know. It, I, I'm kind of glad that he's gone away on excursion. Well, let me ask you this then. What? So now this, this that's probably the last singles match that we're going to see for quite a while, don't you think? Yeah. Um. Well, Jay White. Unless, like, like, like I said, he's going to have a dark match at the Dominion show next Sunday. Right. And then he's going to ROH. Right, so that that might be the next to last. You, you never know. But what, what did you prefer? So you saw a good chunk of the Shotanaka Yoikamatsu, and you've seen just about everything from Jay White and David Finley, right? Right. What did you like better? I'm gonna say that I liked uh, Jay White and David Finley better. Okay, fair. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna argue. I personally like Tanaka and, and Kamatsu better. I, I think, um, to me, they're. They're a notch above Jay White and David Finley, but I uh, again, I'm not going to argue with that one. That's good. Okay, uh, just I, I'm curious to hear our listeners. Maybe maybe we get some feedback on that. Which did you prefer, Shotanaka and Yoikamatsu or Jay White and David Finley? Now I will also say this, Colin Miller. Yes, David. <laughs> I do call you. I never call you Colin. I rarely call you Colin. It's always, always Colin you. Miller. I know. I have a friend, Mike Joy. He's always Mike Joy. It's never Mike. It's always Mike Joy. I'm sure everybody has people in their lives like that. Um, these bottom of the cards, these opening matches, we're gonna we're gonna miss these guys. Yeah, you know, we're we, we we're really sitting are. here. Yeah, we're sitting here talking about oh, it's the same shit over and over again. Who's filling that role? Who's filling that spot? You're, you're gonna see some dry as toast young lions in there. Is what you're gonna see. You, you might not. You might not be happy. Young Lions 
that that are leaving and have left are really going to leave a pretty big hole in these undercards. Um, don't be surprised if you're yearning for um, the, the good old days <laughs> with Show Tanaka, David Finley, Jay White, and Yoey. The good on. old days of uh, David Finley getting caught in a lion tamer and having no clue how to counter it. Yep. You'll, you'll, trust me, you'll be pining for those days. That's for sure. All right, so like I said, Jay White picking up the victory here with uh, the small package. And you know what I was really hoping for um, for Jay White's departure to Ring of Honor? Cake. I would, <laughs> Yes, cake. Okay. But I would love to, for his final match to be against David Finley and for Finley to finally, you know, uh, either reverse the lion tamer or uh, pull out an upset or something. But it doesn't look like uh, that is what the dark match is going to be because Finley is in another uh, match on the Dominion card. He's in a six-man tag. So oh, I don't really? know who Jay White is going to face. Probably one of the other young lions, maybe. The great Muda. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, coming out of retirement, Antonio Inoki. Um, I don't the great know. Sasuke. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh It'll be a six-man schmoz, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe he goes over one of the young lions, with the young young lions. Um, I think, I think he goes over, and yeah, that might be what happens. He might, he might wrestle one of the younger younger lions. It kind of surprises me. I figured they would have some type of conclusion to the uh, Finley uh, White. You know, they're good pals, they're best buds. I would think they would want to be in the ring one last time with each other. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right, the second match on this card was a tag match featuring the team of Yoshitatsu and Captain New Japan Ugh. taking on Yujiro Takahashi and Chase Owens. Damon, this match was worth it for one thing and one thing only. What was that? And that was after Yujiro picked up the win on Captain New Japan with his finisher, we got to hear that seductive sax. Mm, that made true. it all worth it for me. That, that that drove away the, the pains of the day, didn't it? We we haven't heard it in so long, in such a long time, and that 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 just put me in such a good mood. Good, I love it. That's that's fantastic. Uh, I've made a uh, commitment to myself that I will never watch another fucking Captain New Japan match <laughs> in my life. Um, I I only I only have so many hours left in this world. You have responsibilities, uh, though, Damon. We do a a, a podcast here. I mean, uh, our listeners are depending. Depending yeah. on us to really analyze these Captain New Japan matches. He is the fucking dirt worst. <laughs> Captain New Japan is terrible. And here's another thing. You know, even Kelly and Carino, they, they did acknowledge that, that. And, like, you know, he might not have the best one win-loss record, but, oh, he's got heart and fight spirit. Oh, fucking Captain New Japan. He is the most unathletic boob there is. Uh, there was nobody in this match that I gave a shit about. Um, uh, the Bullet Club Hunter idea is really just no one. When they came out, Yoshi uh, Tatsu and uh, Captain New Japan, you could hear the air conditioning in the building. <laughs> there was nobody cared. Nobody cared. Um, uh, you know, least of all me. So. Uh, yeah, we powered through this match. It was there. It was the four of the, four of the my least favorite guys in in one match. So needless to say, I was less than thrilled with uh, watching this. All right, the third match was yet another tag team match featuring the team of Yuji Nagata and Manubu Nakanishi taking on Katsuyori Shibata and Juice Robinson. I'll tell you what; these tag matches have done. 
one job and uh, one job only, and that is to create excitement for this Yuji Nagata versus uh, Shibata match at Dominion, and uh, I think it has been excelling at that. I am, uh, you know, just seeing the interactions between these two, I I I almost get the feeling that these two guys, you know, uh, kind of forgot that this is a work. (laughs) They seem genuinely pissed off at each other. They seem like they really want to just kick each other's teeth down their throat. I'll tell you what, I think the build to this uh, Never title... And the interactions between Shibata and Nagata have been outstanding. Uh, I'm going to go on record and say this is going to be one of the best. Uh, I'll say it's in the top two. It might not be the match of the night, but it's it's going to be at least the second best match of the night uh, at Dominion. Um, the, the build to this has been tremendous. It's, I think it's been personally, I think it's been better than um, the build from, uh, from Chaos to, and Los Ingobernables. I, I'm all in. I think this has been fabulous. Um, and I, and here's another thing. I actually really enjoyed this match. I thought this match was decent. I thought this was maybe the best Juice Robinson match I've seen. And he didn't do all that much. I'm not giving a lot of credit to, to, to Juice on this. Shibata and Nagata, I am really pumped up on over. And I've been direct messaging uh, a, a young uh, gentleman. I don't even know he's young. I'm going to say he's young. I'm going to say uh I'm not going to make uh, assumptions, but uh, he's a uh, follow because he's a really good source. He lives in Japan. Um, he, he used to live apparently blocks from the Tokyo Dome. And uh, it's good old at S-B-O-C-K, S-B-O-C-K underscore is who you want to follow. Um, I've actually been direct messaging with him uh, talking about like uh, – Blu-ray discs and uh, recordable media. Yeah, did you get did you get in on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like a real nice guy. He does. Um, and uh, yeah, he's 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 into this. He's he's definitely feeling uh, the good vibrations when it comes to this particular feud. And he's and he's done a good job of kind of cluing us in on little subtleties about the feud. And uh, uh, so again, a, a special shout out to him. He's, he's uh, S Bach B O C K. Um, good good work by him. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited for it, and I think you have have uh, jumped on board as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Part of it was because of uh, our good pal S. Bach kind of calling me out on this and saying, hey, you know, there's some things that you might not understand about this feud. And, you know, like you said, he did a really good job at, you know, uh, laying out what this means to uh, the Japanese audience. And um, like I said, these tag matches have also done a, a good job at, you know, really um, uh, getting me more emotionally invested in this Nagata and Shibata feud because, you know, you can, you can listen to it on the show. I was not, um, I was not a happy camper that uh, Nagata won this title and that, they, and that they were continuing this feud. But um, these tag matches, their interactions, you know, the, the aggression that... That uh, old school strong style, you know that 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 is a style of wrestling that I still very much love. In addition to the junior heavyweight style, and I I think that you're right. This is going to be one of the standout matches on the Dominion card, and we're gonna get to that in a little bit. Now, will you say that after Nagata successfully defends his title? <laughs> so well, well, we're, hey, we're gonna get to our predictions okay. in a little All bit. Right. I don't want to you know give away anything just yet all right i don't want to see you uh, hopping off the bandwagon all right well we'll see all right so the fourth match here uh another tag match we have the team of hiroyoshi tenzan kyle o'reilly and bobby fish 
taking on Tomohiro Ishii, or is it Ishii? I'm still not sure. <laughs> um, listen, how about that? Now, uh, when I posted that question, I, I literally got 50-50 response. Some people are Ishii, some people are Ishii, and I've gotten two different responses from people in Japan that speak the language. One saying Ishii, one saying Ishii. I, I got Chris Charlton chiming in. He gave us the it's Ishii. Um, Kevin Kelly had no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Much like us. Right, right. You know, he's only doing the fucking commentary. Um, I know, and we just do a podcast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, we, I still don't have a direct answer. I'm going Ishii. I'm sorry. Because here's the thing, too. If you listen to the ring announcer, he's saying Ishii. He's not going Ishii, right? He's not giving that extra syllable. Uh, Chris Charlton's giving me, I, I'm going Ishii. Sorry. If, if, if it makes people's heads explode, I'm just going to call him fucking Ralph from now on, right? <laughs> Tomohiro. <laughs> Ralph. Tomohiro Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. No, I, I actually started off this podcast saying Ishii, but then yes. I think I think you corrected me. I did. And then I started saying Ishii, and now I'm kind of used to saying Ishii, so I don't know what the fuck to say now. So I, I, I'm just going to continue saying Ishii. So. Say, say Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Oh, Ralph. All right, so here we go. Six-man tag. Tenzan, O'Reilly, and Fish taking on Ishii, Rocky Romero, and Beretta. Uh, I thought this was a good match, maybe a bit too short. I, I would have liked to see it go a little longer. Um, O'Reilly uh, and Fish picking up the win after hitting their Chasing the Dragon finisher on Romero. Uh, Damon, what did you think of this? Oh, that was good. I mean, I, I, I nothing to write home about. I, I think some of the interactions and, and the, the, you know, you had Bobby Fish and Ishii with the Ring of Honor history there. Uh, I think the the biggest thing that came out of this was apparently at a in a in a post match presser, um, Kyle O'Reilly made mention that he was looking to bulk up a little bit and go go heavy. That's right. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised to hear those comments. So uh, yeah, the match was fine. I mean, you have some great studs in there, you know, that can that can work a match. Sure. Um, is it something that we're going to go out of my way to watch again? Probably not. But um, yeah, coming out of that was the, that news of uh, O'Reilly uh, mentioning that he wanted to go heavy. Could you imagine Kyle O'Reilly in the G1 Climax tournament? I, listen, you know, a lot of the guys that are, you know, you would think, how in the fuck could Goto started as a junior? You he know? did. Togi Makabe started as a junior. Yeah, think about that. Right, that <laughs> one blows your mind. I mean, I have a program, and I'm going to whip it out right now. The, the Excuse pro- me while I whip this out. <laughs> right, it's going to be that kind of party. I'm going to never mind. Um, it is the what is this? Is it is the uh, what program is this? It is. Oh, here it is. It's the fantastic story in, in Tokyo Dome, uh, January fourth, nineteen ninety three. Headlined by who? Tenru and Ricky Choshu. Um, Never heard so, of him. Uh, I know. He's, oh, he's so fucking good. Um, but anyway, my point being is young lion Yuji Nagata at a, at a whopping 95 kilograms. Uh, is, uh, there's a picture of him here. Um, who else? Is, uh, Koji Kanemoto uh, is also there at a whopping 95 kilograms. Um, uh, Shinjiro Tani at a whopping 84 kilograms. These are all young lions, by the way, uh, at the time. And... Um, uh, Manubu Nakanishi with his headgear. So um, back in the day when he started out, he would wear like the like the the college, the collegiate headgear. Like, oh like, like the I, I need to see a picture of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll 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 do it right now. Let me uh, let me get my phone. 
Um, yeah, that's how I always remembered him from back in the day because he would always wear like you know how like the Steiners wore the yeah yeah headgear? yeah he would he would wear that. I'll snap a picture and I'll let you see. Maybe you can describe it a little bit better for uh, our listeners listening at home. But yeah, for for those of you who don't know, I mean, you know, he was a uh, 115 kilograms uh, at the time of this photo. But let me snap that. I'll send that over. This makes for riveting radio, I'm sure. But <laughs> Manubu Steiner. Yeah, he really does. He, uh, the third Steiner brother. The third Steiner. Uh, let me text that over, then you can do the uh, description, Colin, uh, one moment, as I message it with my uh, sausage-like fingers. I'm surprised that they can even press the buttons. Oh, yeah, that's you're just being mean-spirited now. All right. And send. Here it goes via the satellites and cyberspace. <laughs> Here it comes. You got it? Uh, it will be coming in momentarily, I'm sure. Uh, I, but, almost, but, I, I, know, I know you're in the middle of coal mines, but yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally... Okay, wait. It came through. Oh, my God. Right? I'll That's not easy. If, if, this photo, if this photo didn't say Manubu Nakanishi, yeah. I, I would never guess in a million yeah. years that this was him. Yeah, tweet that dog out. Uh, that, 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 that's him. Yeah, and then, then, like I said, I always remembered him looking like that because I just remember him from back in the day. Um, but yeah, Father Time really plays a fucking number on you, doesn't it? Well, you're you're finding out every day. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really laying the boost to you today. Really? Um, All right. One, but, one one point I wanted to make out of, uh, make about this six man tag here though was uh, <laughs> if you notice the crowd was at its hottest when Tenzan and Ishii were in the ring. Mm-hmm. And again, it kind of goes back. Again, Tenzan is a legend. I mean, we we lay the like you lay the boots to me. We lay the boots to Tenzan. Guys, you know, Mister G One, as they call them. Um, yep. You know him and Cho, him and Chono. Um, you know, he's got a history. Former champion. You know, back in the day, he was the guy, and, and, and people remember that. And you know, people people do a little bit better job than maybe even us with the history. So. Uh, yeah, that, they definitely responded to that kind of stuff. Fifth match of the night, a, another tag match featuring the team of Kushida, Ricochet, and Matt Seidel taking on Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, and Volador Jr. I thought that, that this was a very good six-man tag. This was a showcase, wasn't it? It this was. was. This was fun as fuck. Um, yeah, totally into this. And again, you had the champions on one side against... You know, legends on the other side, you know, one representing uh, the great country of Mexico. Uh, I thought this was great. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, great maneuvers, great moves, um, short, fast sprint. Um, second best, best show, second best match of the night. Um, I thought I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, Ricochet uh, picking up the pinfall there on Volador Jr. Yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's kind of like I'm not, I'm not going to be able to go into great detail of of you know, it's, it wasn't like a, a revolutionary match, and it wasn't like it was something where I don't know. Would you recommend this to for had to have people run out and 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 watch? Is it that good? Uh, I, am I going to say go out of your way to watch this? No, but at the same time, if you're watching this show, definitely you know don't uh, don't be on your phone during this match. Don't take a bathroom break. Um, stick around for it. You might be surprised at how much you enjoy it. Three three stars, or are you going four? I'll give this one. I'm not, I'm not going to go four. I can't go four. I'm going to say three stars. 
Okay. Very so good. You're in, in the threes? Yeah. Three and a half? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'm in this like three and a half. I, I, I want to go so far as to go four, but I thought it was good. Um, I, I like the, um, the, the, uh, the double planches from Liger and, and Tiger Mask. That's one note that I had. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and, and, and Ricochet and Volador Jr. To me, that was like, okay, you got Ricochet, who's, you know, Mr. Lucha underground <laughs> and, uh, you know, and Volador. Uh, I thought that their exchange was great. Again, not quite four, not in that level. But a good match, and I think, like I said, I think maybe the second, my second favorite from the show. Good stuff. By the way, Damon, I don't, I don't appreciate you exposing the business there, Ooh, and uh, you know, I, I know. T- telling people that Ricochet is Prince Puma. That's... I never said that. I said <laughs> that he did some underground training, uh, Lucha style. You know, you read into that what you will. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. I don't want to get the, the nasty emails, Mister Expose the Business. So after this match was over, Red Dragon and Rapongi Vice came out and laid out the challenge to Ricochet and Seidel. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy, I'll tell you what. Um, mm-hmm. we, we now know that the Young Bucks are also going to be involved in this match at Dominion. Um, and I think that this is a rematch from the Wrestle Kingdom 10 match. Am I right? This is a rematch from every fucking Schmaz Jr. We're going back to this. But it was we the exact done. match from Wrestle Kingdom 10. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought we were done with this. I thought I thought we learned our lesson from this. I we're never we, done with this. I thought we talked to Tiger Hattori and said, no mas. Right? I thought we said that. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Um, I, thought, I thought we said this. No? We want to make that point clear because we're, we're doing this again? I don't understand why we can't just have two tag team matches. You know, have have uh, Ricochet and Seidel, the super high flyers, defend against Red Dragon, and then you can have like a number one contenders match between the Bucks and Rapongi Vice. Like, why not? Why, why not split it up? Why do we have to have another four way clusterfuck that nobody's gonna remember after it's over? Like, Damon, be honest with me. Can you remember? Like, the can, can you distinguish? Um, the the four way from Wrestle Kingdom ten from the one in Wrestle Kingdom nine. Nope. D- nope. You know, other other than Ricochet and Seidel being involved in the one from ten, it's it's the same damn match. Uh, look, and it's, it's not it's, bad either. No. It's just you no, don't. It's meaningless. Yeah, it's meaningless. There's the minute you see that that the the fruits of a four way or a three way uh, start to bloom. I, I tap out. I don't give a fuck. You, you, I, it, it, it's meaningless to me. You have you're coming off the best of the super juniors, where all these guys are showcased and 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 by and large made to look very strong all across the board, even though people had to lose. And then you just and then what you're doing is is is, is saying, okay, we're done with that. Everybody back in the same fucking pile again. Everybody in the same Tupperware container again. You're all the same again. That's what that's what this does. When we have four ways and three ways, what you're saying in essence is these teams are all exactly the fucking same. And they're not. No, that's, that's the thing. They're not. They both have, you know, something unique and special to offer. But when you lump them all together like this, you know, it it, it devalues them. It devalues the titles. It's it's just bad, bad, bad all around. Now the only positive is is that everyone gets a paycheck, right? So yeah, ev- everybody gets on the show, but it's that WrestleMania booking 
idea of get everybody on the show, so we're going to put everybody in a five-minute battle royal. Right. right. Let, 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 let's make this a, a money-in-the-bank, uh, you know. Right. Come right. On. No, you're exactly right. And that's what it's become. It's become meaningless and devalued and – which is a crying shame because you have arguably the most talented wrestlers in the business in the ring at the same time going through a match that they're going to they're going to work to the best of their ability and they're going to bust their ass but at the end of the day it's meaningless it's a shame all right so the sixth match on the card here we have Satoshi Kojima and Michael Elgin Taking on Kenny Omega and Bad Luck Fale. I um somebody uh, online. I think it was the review. Um, I, I might go back and take a look um, at Voices of Wrestling, who of course do a wonderful job with their uh, on-point reviews. You know, they're 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 writing reviews really minutes after some of these events are over, which is. You know, not not an easy thing to do to come up with words at five o'clock in the afternoon or excuse me, five o'clock in the morning. I can come um, up with words at that time, but they're all expletives. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um, so uh, I'm going to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Who wrote this review? I think it was uh, Taylor Mitchell who wrote this review on Voices of Wrestling, who made mention that every time. Uh, Kenny Omega wears those tights. It's goofy Kenny Omega time, right? So it's shenanigans time, right? So you can always tell when you're going to see the the, the goofiness. Uh, I'll read the line. Chase Owens accompanied Fale and Omega with the ladder in tow. Omega, of course, was wearing his non-main event eventing silly pants, <laughs> meaning he was going to show his goofier side in this match. So uh, it is DDT pants on. Is DDT pants? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of what we saw. I um, but I also will say that, you know, we talked about how we weren't excited about Elgin and Omega in a ladder match. I got a little bit more excited after this a little bit. Did you? Did you yeah. really? Yeah, I actually did. I think, I listen, Colin. It's going to be think, good. Yes. Okay, I'm going to make that point clear. This is going to be a really fucking great match. Sure. I'm going to go so far as to say a great match. Um, I think I think th- these two. I think Elgin and Omega are really wanting to prove a point here. And again, I think they hear the whispers of, of as I called us last week, the dopes with the microphones. They, they hear it. And I think they're, they're looking to prove something here, that, that, that not only do they want to have a great match, they, wanna, they don't want to they don't want to go on record as working the first ladder match in New Japan Pro Wrestling history and it being, you know, a fucking turd in a punch bowl, right? They really, they, I think they acknowledge that, that they want to make this special. Um, they're going to, th- th- I think they have some special things planned for um, this match. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. And, and, and the build to this has been good. And Michael Elgin has been tearing through everybody and he tore through Kenny Omega. Uh, and it was good. Uh, this 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 did exactly what it needed to do was make Elgin super strong. It got over the ladder. It got over Elgin. Omega's the chicken shit. He finally agrees to the match, and and away we go. Yep, yep. The finish of the match, we saw Elgin powerbomb Kenny Omega through the ladder. 
Then he hit the Revolution Elgin bomb on Omega for the win. And like you said, Omega finally accepting the challenge. So off we go to Dominion for the first yeah. ever uh, ladder match in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Still not excited for it? No, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. But look, n- nothing is going to change the fact that this was originally supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenny Omega. And boy, to, just thinking about what could have been okay but 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 that circumstances beyond their control made it made it this way and again I, I feel like i'm playing a little bit of a devil's advocate so bear so bear with me um they had to do it you're not gonna put tanahashi in there right so they made the right choice well i mean to me this is a, this is a, a a very strong second option don't you think i uh, know it is it's probably the best second option uh that makes sense and that you could come up with on the fly and uh, you know we'll 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 talk about it uh, in greater detail when we get to the Dominion preview in just a second here. We'll give our predictions on uh, who we see walking away with the title. But uh, let's move on here up the card. we got two more matches. The seventh match on the show, we saw Kazushika Okada, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Ghetto taking on Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, Evil, and Bushi. Well... You know, I've been very vocal in the sense that this has done nothing for me. The chaos, los ingobernables de Japón, or Japón, Japón? How do you pronounce it? Japón, los ingobernables de Japón. But don't feel bad because King Carino couldn't pronounce it either. <laughs> right, he was struggling with it, which was kind of fun. Even though he was going to join them. Yeah, well, <laughs> well everybody seems like they want to. Um, it's the hot faction. So, yeah, I, again, I've been vocal in the sense that uh, this has not done anything for me. But, again, I think that there's a huge line in the sand with people that have been fawning over the Chaos Los Ingobernables stuff and people who are really not into it. Uh, it's, it's very decisive from what I see online. Um, people that, are, that loved every one of these um, multi-man matches. They've all been good. That's the thing. None, none of them have been bad, including this one. Uh-uh. I, you're not going to get a bad match. There's too much talent in that ring. Uh, that's not the point. I think the people that are hand-waving it, they're just like, one, again, I still, I'm still, i still not excited for... I know it's going to be a good match, but I'm not excited for Omega, or excuse me, um, Okada and Naito. I'm really not. I'm not. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, you know, I don't think they've done a great job. I'm, more, I, I'm going to be truthful. I'm more excited for Nagata Shibata. I really am. I don't think they've done a good job with this at all. I think that, they, they, that doesn't think, surprise me. I think they've done done a good job with as, as weird as it sounds. I think they've done a good job with chaos versus Los Ingobernables, right? And find you know having everybody pair off with each individual member. Okay, and the factions feuding. It's been okay. I've seen it a, a ton this tour. I, I'll be thrilled if I never see it again. Um, but to me, the build for Naito Okada has been a little disappointing. Yeah. Not even a little, a lot disappointing. And a lot of that has to do with, uh, like we've been saying these past few weeks, a lot of the uh, o- Okada has lost a little bit of luster. I think so. I mean, I, I really think so. And again, some of that is is to the benefit of Naito, I guess. But I don't know. I'm, I, I don't feel it as much as I feel like I should. Um, I mean, I see. I, I saw this match online getting you know four stars and over. I'm not going to go that far. I don't know if I can go that far I'll with give a four. it three. Just three? Yeah, three, three and a half. Three and change? Yeah, three okay. and change. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in the threes. 
I'm, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what's missing with, with this with me, but there is something definitely missing. I'm not feeling Bushi does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Bushi does nothing for me. He's my least favorite in Gober novel is, um, uh, you know what? I got, I'm gonna, I might, I'm going to be honest with you. Sonata hasn't done anything for me either. Yeah, Sonata, I don't know if it's because his in-ring work has been a bit repetitive. You know, you know, like like, like I said earlier, you know, we how many times can we see the double leapfrog in, in, into the dropkick? Like nobody's watching tape, you know, <laughs> like trying to... Yeah. yeah, and I think, like I said, the idea of a Yoshihashi feud, you know, like I said, he's had a good year. I think he's had a very strong year. Yeah, he rank. might be in like the... Um, maybe maybe the unsung hero category at the end yeah. of the year if he keeps this up, who knows? Yeah, but even that being said, I'm not thrilled with the idea of them to hooking it up. Evil and Goto, again, we've talked about Goto, how we feel, you know, Goto is where Naito was uh, a year or two ago. <laughs> well, um, even though the crowd was really kind of feeling this match, the crowd was definitely into this match. Um me personally, I'm not. I'm not into the the, the feud. I'm not into um, chaos versus Los Ingobernables, uh, and I'm not into Okada Naito right now. Right now, I'm not feeling it. They got to do something for me. So finally, we arrive at the best of the Super Juniors 23 final match: Ryusuke Taguchi in his hometown of Sendai taking on the aerial assassin Will Osprey. You know, what more could we say about this match that we didn't say at the beginning? You know, uh, easy candidate for match of the year, uh, match of this tournament, you know, and, and, and a very different match for Will Ospreay stylistically. And I, I would love for a lot of the older veterans, you know, who saw clips of that Ricochet and Ospreay uh, match, you know, saw that little 10 second gif and just dismissed it. I'd love for them to be, sit down and actually watch this match and watch all of the great selling that Will Ospreay did. I mean, Taguchi uh, did a great job at working that left leg, and Osprey just, you know, he, he, he sold it like he was Shawn Michaels or insert, you know, Ricky Morton, whoever you want to throw in there. I think Osprey, um, to me, is having a, and again, we're halfway through, and, and you could have replaced Osprey, you could have replaced Osprey's name with last year Ricochet. And maybe the year before that, Kota Obushi, uh, or or flip them. Um, again, halfway of a year does not necessarily mean that it's going to carry out throughout the whole year. But you look at Will Osprey's six months, Colin. He has a very strong chance to be a wrestler of the year. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. I mean, of course, he is going to be in that junior of the year category. That goes without saying. But you're right. He might be a, a, a junior heavyweight that is in that wrestler of the year category. I mean, I, I at, at this point in the month of June in 2016, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, we're taking into consideration uh, his stuff at RevPro. We're taking into consideration his stuff uh, at Evolve. Uh, and, and those matches that he had there at WrestleMania weekend. And we're taking into consideration his stuff in New Japan. Um, he's having one of those years that people are going to look back on 
and really circle and be like, wow, what a magical fucking run this guy's on. Uh, now, again, it, I, I, for when it comes to wrestler of the year, it's it, it, you know money and gates and position on a card and all that kind of stuff. That does play a, fact, a, a factor for me. He's, he's, he's won the most prestigious junior tournament of the year. He's on his way to winning the IWGP junior title. Um, he's put in a position. Right at, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, he's put in a position to um, to be a a big gun in chaos and and New Japan. Um, he the buzz that again what what that buzz means at the end of the day. When it comes to the financial statements for New Japan Pro Wrestling, that's that's the important factor. That's the important metric. But I think you can't dismiss the fact that that what he was able to produce in that match with Ricochet uh, generated that kind of th- those views and those impressions. And again, is a revolutionary um, milestone in the sport of pro wrestling. Right, and. Not only that, from the moment he made his debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling, when he walked in to face Kushida at Invasion Attack, he was a star right from his entrance. He just has that star quality about him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's changing the game. You know, there's not a lot. You know, somebody made mention, and I think it was Lanza on um, Joe Lanza on the flagship Voices of Wrestling podcast that I that I caught a little bit of. He he brought up the point that what you're seeing is, you know, like Rey Mysterio circa 1995-96. You know that that I wouldn't argue with that. You know that ECW. Uh, Triple A, Mexico, Buzz, Japan, him and Psychosis, that kind of groundbreaking, revolutionary, what the fuck am I watching? Holy shit, this is amazing. I got to see more of this kind of moment. Um, and, and, and I thought that was a very valid point, what you were saying. So to me, this match helps solidify that. Um, in, in a in a absolutely wonderful match, it got a plenty of, of 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 chatter online. To me, this was a solid. I want to go five. I think five is a little much. I'm going to uh, say at at the very least four and a half. I'm going four and a half. That's that's where I kind of felt this 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 sat. Um, and and you know we're sitting here with our pants down, stroking it over Will Osprey. We gotta we gotta hand it to to, to Raisuke Taguchi. What a fucking job he did um, in in this match. I I I was man. Here's the shame of it. You know he's going back to ass base offense in six man tags. You know it. And that and kind of plays into what we've always said about Taguchi. He very well might be the smartest worker in all of New Japan Pro Wrestling because, you know, for, for most of the year, he does his comedy shtick, he does the ass-based offense, but, man, we, we, we forget that this guy is a great professional wrestler, you know, and that that one time of year, you know, best of the Super Juniors tournament, when he is asked to, he can deliver. And, you know, I, I think that he's probably saving his body. You know what I mean? Like, I would think so. I mean, 
and again, it's one thing to, to say, okay, we're calling on you. First of all, nobody thought he was going to be called upon. No, right. I, I would have never guessed in a million years that Tagu- I, I would be saying Ryusuke Taguchi would have uh, a, a match of the year, multiple match of the year candidates. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, think about that. Think about that, guys. And there's, a again, we say this a lot. There's a lot of people who listen to this podcast that are new watchers to New Japan. And I think that blew their mind more than anything else. Right. Yeah. Imagine seeing this guy come out with Big Bird on his head playing a recorder, and he's this badass professional wrestler. Well, yeah. I mean, and again, if you watched him in in months past, you 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 never got a glimpse of any of this. And I think that's that that is extra kudos to him that even even with the great matches that he had, he was still able to kind of be a little goofy yet be serious. Um. No, I mean, somebody asked, is is this going to be the beginning of a new renaissance for him? And I don't think it is. I think it's just going to be. He's did, he did what he needed to do for this segment of the calendar year for New Japan. Um, he goes back to ass-based offense and six-man tags. I, I would strongly believe that. But it, again, it is amazing. Nobody thought that at the end of the day he would even be asked to do this and then to physically and mentally be able to do it is pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, and it, and it just shows you what an intelligent worker he really is. Because if we're talking about um, the, the the popularity level of Ryusuke Taguchi, I would say that he is, you know, uh, he might be one of the top uh, junior wrestlers. Like as as a draw, like when you look in the audience and you see, you know, the little kids with the glasses and. You know, he's one of the most over junior heavyweights they you have. Think so? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's buying a ticket to, for fucking Taguchi. Um, I I, I think Gucci? that that demographic loves him. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I you don't, don't see that. I, I mean, I think that he's appreciated, but I don't think, like I said, I don't think anybody's buying a fucking ticket for racing to Gucci. I mean, you might you might bring the kid, and the kid wants the glasses. Okay, I mean that's something. But I don't think in the pecking order of of importance. No, he just wasn't put in that position. I don't. I don't know. But again, I, I, I th- but I think that just speaks volumes as to how good he really is. Because again, he spent so much time doing literally nothing. And right, saving his body, yep, saving his body. You know, in- increasing you know his uh, longevity. Yeah, yeah. And and again, for a month. He 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 lit the world on fire. Good for him. A smart guy. Again, I said it before. Probably the smartest worker in the fucking company. Proved it. He proved it here. Do you realize that we only saw really two dives in this entire match? Two flips. You yeah. know, one from Taguchi and one from Osprey. Think about that. You know. Yeah. And again, we talked about how you know Taguchi worked over the ankle and 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 the, even the spots that were happening. With uh, one leg, you know, the dives that he was able to do with one leg from Osprey, you know, great stuff, you know, really, really good stuff. Uh, Taguchi started out in the beginning of this match, even a little cocky, you know, even a little, uh, you know, kind of fucking with him, fucking with Osprey. Um, No, this was this was good. I I liked everything about it. Nothing, 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 nothing not to like. Nothing not to like. It was a good story, and I think everything kind of came together real nicely for this tournament, one of the best that I've seen um, in watching pro wrestling. 
Absolutely. And the hometown crowd, you know, was behind Taguchi from the get-go, but then they kind of pulled a uh, a little Rocky Four there at the end. And when Seidel won, they were just, you know, so happy. And the finish of this match was crazy. You know, like, like I said earlier, we saw... Um, did I say Seidel earlier, by the way? You might have, but I think we all know what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I meant to say Osprey. Sorry about that. But yeah, when Osprey won, you know, he hit uh, what, what I think was a reverse shooting star press. And just when you think that you have seen all there is to see in the junior heavyweight style of wrestling, you know, you, you, you thought that you just saw, you know, everything that two human bodies could possibly do in Ricochet and Osprey, you know, Osprey goes and pulls out something like that. And I was just flabbergasted after I saw that. Like what like like Steve Carino said, what the hell was that? And then he hits his his uh os cutter finisher, which by the way, let me tell you something that's driving me nuts. And this is just very, uh, very minor. I hear a lot of people calling this a springboard stunner. It is yes, not a yes. stunner. Right, right. It is a cutter. There is a difference there, you know. That's a very minor gripe that just Kind wow. of has been Colin laying the boots to the to the internet community. <laughs> well, I they've they've been calling this a springboard stunner on uh, Wrestling Observer a lot, and it's 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 not it's it's I, it's not I, the John Cena move. I can't wait for you to call in this week. <laughs> Here's Colin. <laughs> I might on, on the uh, hotline. Yeah, Col- oh, Colin Miller on. from the New Japan Purocast. Yeah. Brian, it's not it's not a springboard stunner. It's, <laughs> it's a cutter. Anyway. He wins with that, and uh, the crowd is just so uh, so happy and so behind him. And uh, afterwards, you know, he comes out. He goes over to the to the announce table to uh, shake the hand of Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino and tell them, you know, what a big fan he is of them. And of course, he, he dedicated this match to his uh, his late friend uh, Chris Travis. And it was just a, a very emotional moment for the young twenty three year old Will Osprey from the UK. Um, I even think that he said it. As at one point that he was he was going to cry yeah it was it would it helped make the match even more special so uh yeah if you haven't seen that that was a really good good job by everybody involved there and um you know osprey looked like he appreciated the moment you know he's 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 a big fan of the sport he he knew what, what this was and he, he this was a big moment for him and um you know and the chris travis travesty uh, that that had occurred. It was it was cancer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotion there for him, I'm sure, and I think they played on it very nicely and 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 did a good job and made the match even more special. And one thing to make note of: Do you realize that Will Osprey competed in this entire tournament with a torn meniscus? Yeah, yeah. You know that, that's a very good point, Colin. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't even take a shit with a torn meniscus. You kidding me? <laughs> I, uh, not that I've tried. I don't, you know, I can't. I don't really have a good point of reference on that. That might be somewhat of of a uh, uh, not factual, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it it does speak volumes. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. He's a he's a talent. I hope uh, I hope he I hope he gets on the mend quickly and uh, gets back into the ring because he's fun to watch. And with that, and now we move towards Dominion, which takes place next Sunday live from Osaka Joe Hall. This is going to be on NJPW World starting at, I believe, 3 a.m. Eastern Time, 12 a.m. Pacific. I ain't getting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably watch this in the morning, but not that early in the morning, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's uh, go through the card here, give our predictions, our thoughts, and uh, here we go. Let's do it. 
So uh, this is going to start off with a six-man tag here. We have the team of Manubu Nakanishi, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroyoshi Tenzan taking on All David right. Finley, yeah, yeah. Juice Robinson, and oh, Jay White. Never mind. I was wrong. I think earlier in the show I said that Jay White was um, not yes. in the six-man tag. No, he is. All right. There you go. So for those of you screaming at your radio earlier, uh, we made amends for it. Um, I mean, listen, young lions are going to get crushed in this match. I think we can all agree with that, right? I think, yeah. you know, I mean, that's 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 what we're going to say. I, I, nothing to get excited about, kids. But this is, but, but the one thing that, to get excited about is again, Jay White. Uh, this might be his last. Uh, but this is this definitely is this is yeah. his uh, this graduation. Is his big send off. Yeah, so uh, that's something to look forward to, and uh, we'll have him here on the East Coast at Ring of Honor shortly, and. Uh, I'll have a picture on my wall with Jay White shortly. <laughs> and maybe an interview. Yeah, maybe. You know, uh, you know, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have one. You know, you can check that out, out our interview with Kevin Kelly in the archives. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to have more during yeah. the year. You know, Listen, if I go to Tokyo, I'm fucking getting interviews. I'm getting credentialed. I'm just that's, – that's happening. Right? Boy, you know, you're, you're making me <sighs> – I think You're we not need, going. We, we, well, hey, if we start a uh, send Colin to the Tokyo Dome Fuck fund you. here. I, this is coming out of my money. <laughs> <laughs> Go fund me. Get out of here. Get up the street. No, but what, what would you think of, of uh, Jay White? Maybe what, what if they sent him off with a win here, you know? Nah, they Maybe never. Jay White picking up a win over uh, Nakanishi? Or never happened. Pinzon? Yeah. I'll bet, I'll bet you five American dollars. How about that? Oh, okay. Five American dollars. You're, right. you're on. All right. That Jay White will not pick up the win. His team might win. No, is, his team's not winning. Is he going to take the fall then? He might. What, who was he on there? David Finley? Yeah, David White, Finley, uh, Jay White, and Juice. Finley's taking the fall. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, next match, another six-man tag. Oh, you're not gonna, I'm sorry. You're not going to give your one to ten? <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to Well, you know what? I'm going to be generous since this is Jay White's uh, send-off. I'm going to give this a five. Oh, I thought you were going to give him a full ten. Um, yeah, I'll, give, I'll, I'll go. F- go five. Four. I'll go four. Okay, four. All right. Because I'm a grouchy old man. You are. Uh, next match, six-man tag, Captain New Japan, Yoshitatsu. Minus three. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Togi Makabe. I haven't oh, seen him in a while. Yeah, he's been uh he's been Makabeing it, whatever that means. Taking on Adam Page, Yujiro oh. Takahashi, and Bad Luck Fale. By the way, I just, I, you, you know what they translated Adam Page to here on uh the New Japan website? To I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hangman Page. Uh, he's the hangman. God. Well, I don't see what Ghetto sees in Adam Page. Apparently, he's really high on him, and I just really n- n- never saw anything from him in, in, in Ring of Honor. I mean, I, I hate to put the boots to the guy, but... Well, what they were saying is that he takes kind of the role of Cody Hall. And, and, well, as Co- and nobody's really heard from Cody Hall. Where the hell is Cody Hall? Apparently in Florida. Um, you know, remember the injury that he had um, in that dive spot? With right. the young bucks, um, and they carted him out in the ambulance and all that. Um, so apparently, that's the spot that Adam Page is taking. And so, yeah, um, to me, Book Club is is literally a conglomerate of that <laughs> that role of jobber to the stars. Um, 
I, I am not excited for this match in the least. I'm going to say we're, we're going to see Fale hit the grenade on Katha New Japan. One, two, three, you know, maybe eight, eight minutes, if that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, this will be like the f- f- third big show in a row. And I don't mean that one. I mean, event <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> um, where it's, we'll see that finish grenade follow on Captain of Japan. Come on. Yep. So, so, so I'm telling Yoshitatsu and Togi Makabe right now, if you're listening, don't, don't leave Captain New Japan in the ring alone. Yeah. If you want to win this match. Come on. Think about it, boys. Come on. It's common sense. This match going to suck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Next match is a tag between uh, the team of Yoshihashi and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Bushi and Sonata. Well, I think Ralph is going to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wreck-It Ralph. Tomohiro Ralph is going to be the uh, deciding factor here. No. Uh, what do we got? Yoshihashi, Ralph, and who? <laughs> Yoshihashi, Ralph versus Bushi and Sonata. Oh, boy. Uh, well, Yoshihashi, I think, is taking the fall, and I don't know. This might be good. This might be all right. I, I hope it's all right. It's, at least it's a uh, standard tag. Um, hey, hey, look, any, anything that Ishii's involved in, I'm pretty much all in for the most part. Um, I think that the for the finish of this, we're going to see um, Sonata hooking that that uh, dragon sleeper finisher on Yoshihashi. And yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably what, what we're looking at. Um, <sighs> Four. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five. Right. What the hell? Uh, next... So far, so far, we're not doing too hot here. <laughs> yeah, this. I'll, I'll tell you what. Compared to last year's Dominion card, overall, this one is a little bit lackluster. But um, no, I think it picks up. But I think I just think we're starting a little slow. It does pick up. You're right. I think. It, I think this. I, I actually think this show is really strong. Uh, next match, a special singles match between Hiroki Goto and the King of Darkness, Evil. Uh, I think this. I think this will be good. Again, it is going to be good. Yeah, we've been laying the boots to Goto for a while now, I, and I think. Um, I, but I, I think at the end of the day, this, this match will be very strong. Uh, actually, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. Uh, I'm kind of over the idea of Goto, like you know, emo but, Goto. Emo Goto, um, evil is evil, uh, but I, th- I think this match will deliver. I think it'll be very good. Uh, prediction for the winner here? Um, I think Goto's got to get a win, right? He has to, doesn't he? I think so at this point. I think if, so. If he doesn't, then Goto is almost turning into like Goto should go to Goto should go to Noah. <laughs> yeah, he should. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I'm going to go Goto with the win. And uh, my excitement level, I'm going to give it a six. Wow, a big, a big six for yeah. Goto and Eva. Okay, I'll give it a six, too. All right. Uh, next match is a four-way for the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles. We have the champions, uh, the Super High Flyers, Matt Seidel and Ricochet defending against Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, and Rapongi Vice. Uh, my prediction for this match is that I will enjoy it and then forget about it immediately the next day. Do you think there's going to be a title change? Do I think there's going to be a title change? That is a good question. Um, you know what? It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, the Bucks regained the titles here. Yeah. Um, again, I've been saying it for the longest time about Ricochet. Um... So, yes, I am going to say there will be a title change. I'm going to say 
Mm, I'm not going to go Red Dragon. I could go Rapongi. Rapongi is a possibility, but I, I I think the the safe choice here, you know, if all the uh, the whispers about Ricochet are indeed true, I think that uh, the, the the safe bet is the box. They would be the 17 time. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to go Rapongi with the win. Listen, okay. it's going to be a good match. I can't say I'm thoroughly excited. But I know when it comes on, I'll be like, all right, here we go. This is going to be good. So uh, I'll give this a six as well. Now I'll give it a five. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five or a six. Somewhere in between. You know, how about a 5.5? All right, sure. 5.5 <laughs> surround sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next match, actually, the match that I'm excited for the most for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, the champion Kushida defending against the winner of Best of the Super Juniors 23, the aerial assassin, Mr. Will Ospreay. I'm giving this, uh, I'm super jacked up, ready to go, pants down, lubed up, let's go, shake weight, standing <laughs> in full attention. Full attention. Um, 10. Um, I'm, 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 I want this to happen now. Um, I think this is Osprey's winning of the title. I think uh, I think this will be fantastic. I, I, I have no doubts this won't be fantastic. Yeah, for me, this, this is the match that I'm looking forward to the most. I think it's probably going to be the match of the night. Um, I'd like to see... What do you think they're going to do, maybe? What could they do different during this match that they... Uh, didn't do in their first match. They're going to cut off each other's wrists. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Osprey's going to pull out a samurai sword. Well, well, Osprey's just not going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's going to sell it because uh, he doesn't. Um, no, I mean, who knows? I mean, look, the two of the most talented guys in the business right now. So singles match, big stage. I'm giving it a 10. I want it to happen right now. Yeah, and I, and I do hope that they give this one uh, a bit more time than the first one because I think the one at Invasion Attack, I seem to remember that going about 15 minutes. You know, let's let's give this one a good, uh, beefy 20-minute time slot. Oh, they're, not just... gonna, they're not going to give it 20. Uh... It's too much. There's too much stuff. They just, they just can't. Well, you know, you it's could... It's going to be five hours long. <laughs> well, in that case, how about we cut out the, the, the Captain New Japan match and... I'm totally down for that. That's you know that that that, that just ain't gonna happen. Um, do you think a title change? Uh yeah. I th- I think that you know one one thing that we give uh, that we can give Ghetto credit for is he does strike while the iron is hot um, on most things. You know, uh, discounting Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're gonna see a title change here, and and I think that uh, if they make the announcement for the participants for the G1 Climax. I don't know if they're doing that at the show, but they usually do it at Dominion. Yeah. I think that uh, Mr. Kushida is going to be a participant. You think so? I, I really do. I really believe so. I don't, but um, I hope so. I But I don't think so, but um, that would be great. You know, that would make sense. You know, he loses the belt, you know. That's kind of what I'm, what I'm huh. going at, what I'm, what I'm thinking. Okay. I, listen, I, I'm all I'm all aboard for the idea. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to shit on you. Let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah, go. I love it. Yeah, come on. Live a little. Uh, (laughs) You're telling me to live a little? Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, totally down. 
All right, next match is for the IWGP Tag Team Titles. We have <laughs> the champions, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tonga Loa, defending against the challengers, Dem Boys, the Briscoe Brothers, Mark and Jay Briscoe. I I I forgot that the uh, these tag titles existed because <laughs> we haven't seen the Gorillas of Destiny in so long. I kind of forgot about them. Um, you know nope, what? They're real. They're real. Yeah, they they certainly are real. And I know that we haven't been exactly uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking to. Uh, I'm thinking of. I think the word you're looking for is give a fuck about. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to be blunt, we haven't really given a fuck about the Gorillas of Destiny, but I'm willing to give this match a chance because the Briscoes, you know, let's face it, they are a. Uh, Pretty damn good tag team, and I think that they can pull a good match out of uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. So I, I, I'm willing, I'm not excited for it, but I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm willing to sit down and watch it with an open mind. And I'm going to say that we see the titles change hands. Oh, you're out of your mind. You're, you lost I'm it going right for there. it. I'm going for it. Jay and Mark Briscoe are, are, are going to win this one. Zero shot. Okay, that's one. Two, watch him win it. Uh, two, um... Here's the match in a nutshell. Before the match, here comes Gorillas of the Destiny attacking the Briscoes before the bell. They toss each other outside the ring. They brawl for 15 minutes outside the ring. Crazy, shitty spots of with chairs and hammers and all kinds of shenanigans. Bullshit. Get back into the ring. Some nice moves. Blah, 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 blah. Briscoes get screwed over somehow for the fucking pin. That's, that's, we know that's what's happening. Ten minutes done um no i'm uh, um and here's the thing the briscoes will work hard they're going to try their damnedest i don't think i don't think that that they can even save this um am i looking forward to this no no um i'm going to give this a two yeah (laughs) i'm I'm going to give it a two or a three yeah i mean seriously i mean and i and i like the briscoes i think they're fine but i can map great work you know how, like, when you bitch and moan about the, the juniors and, like, I know this match. I can see this match in my mind, exactly how yep. it's going to play. Uh, this is exactly how I see, feel about this. Um, no, the, I'm not looking forward to this. And we move on to the, the Damon McDonald match of the night here. This this is his wheelhouse. for the Bob never Backlund's there? What? <laughs> <laughs> for, for the never open weight title, we have the champion, Yuji Nagata, defending against Katsuyori Shibata. In, you know, like you said, they have probably uh, done the best job at building this one up. This is going to be a great match. I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm giving this a niner. Um... Yeah, they've done a great job building it up, man. I, um, I, I couldn't have, have asked for anything more. I think Yuji Nagata has shown his worth. I think uh, Shibata has done the same. You, you're not going to be disappointed in it. This is one of those matches that circled. you got you got to be excited for this, right? Now, who do you think is walking away with the title? Yuji Nagata. Wow, Yuji Nagata retaining against Katsuyori Shibata, which would imply then that there are grander things on the horizon for Mr. Shibata, correct? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe some some uh, some positive G one action. <laughs> some, <laughs> I know you, we're we're already are you, starting. Are Are you starting this already? I, I am. I'm officially starting it. Mark your calendars, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, Sunday, June 12th. 
um, yeah, I am starting the uh, the campaign, the <laughs> the Katsuyori Shibata G one twenty six campaign. Oh my God! First Bernie Sanders disappointment, and now you're going to have this. You might not make it through the summer. I, I know this has been a rough year for me. <laughs> Come on, we all know that that's not going to happen. But uh, I'll play along. Uh, no, they're the middle of the road, middle of the road Shibata. Uh, you know this. This begins the season. You know this. It's it's it's. You're officially kicking it off. The Shibata wins the G1, uh, but we all know that ain't happening. So, uh, no, I think I, I think uh, Nagata uh, retains. I think he holds on to the belt a little bit longer. Um, where that leaves Shibata and what they'll be doing, I can't answer that. But um, yes, I think uh, I'm going. I'm going with a Nagata win. This is going to be a great, uh, hard-hitting, strong-style match, by the way. I mean, uh, as, as much as I love the, that uh, super junior style of wrestling, I also love, you know, Shibata and Ishii and, uh, and Shibata and Nagata, two guys just going in there and beating the hell out of each other, and uh, that's what I think we're going to see here. Yep, I hope so. I hope. Listen, if, if the buildup is anything like these matches, that's my, my biggest fear is that going into this, that the buildup was, you know, didn't lead to an end result of this match. You know, it's, it's, um, I, I love what I've seen so far. I'm hoping that they continue in that same fashion and they don't decide to change it up and, you know, grab a hold. <laughs> you know, I want to see the kicks to the chest and the back and the, and the penalty kicks and the, and the choking everybody out and the, and the big time suplexes and, and yeah, the hard hitting stuff that we've seen for the build. That's what I want to see. That's, that's what I'm hoping this match is. Um, if it's not, I'm going to be a little disappointed, but, uh, I don't think we have anything to worry about. But if Shibata loses here, then where does he go? You know, back to uh... Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to Noah. <laughs> um, look, I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not saying he's not going to win. Um, I think if, he if, has if... to win here. I, I, I think Yuji Nagata. You know, he had his moment. He had his last hurrah. Oh. He, he had his moment in the sun, and now oh. Shibata is going to put him out to pasture oh. along with, with with the Nakanishis and the Kojimas and the Tenzans of the world. He's going to put him in his place where he belongs. Have you not learned anything? S-Bach is, ro- is, is, is throwing <laughs> things at his, at his radio right now. You can't believe what this crazy American is saying. Um, He's going to penalty kick his old ass back to the undercard. Split him in half. Um, all right, well... We we agree to disagree because uh, I I think I think Nagata wins I do. All right, well I'm I'm looking forward to the match as much as you are. So yeah, and uh, you know we can have that old versus uh, young rivalry that the New Japan is so hoping that we do. You know what they should do? Somebody one one of our listeners after this match airs, they should Photoshop uh, my head onto Shibata's body and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 your face onto Nagata's body, and then we could we could rewatch the match like that. It'd be great, and I'm holding the belt <laughs> over top of you. Great. Yeah, in in your dreams. Uh, the uh, the uh, semi main event of the evening for the IWGP Intercontinental Title in the first ever ladder match in New Japan Pro Wrestling history. The champion Kenny Omega defending against Michael Elgin, and no doubt this will be a good match. Both guys are are going to deliver because, like you said, there is a lot of pressure on the both of them. But they're you know. There's still that part of me, you know, thinking about man, what could have been seeing seeing the the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi compete in in, in a ladder match. That's I I really that that was something that I really you know had my heart set on. But you know, 
it's going to be a good match, and both guys are going to deliver. Um, I'm going to give this one a. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight on my excitement level, and I'm saying that Kenny Omega retains his IC title. Well, look, I say that always look on the bright side of life, Colin. And I know that your life has been littered with disappointments. <laughs> it, it really has. It's been turned upside but, down. But let's take what you got here. You, you've got Michael Elgin, who has had a fantastic run in New Japan so far. Um, in arguably, and again, I didn't get confirmation yet. Um, I don't know how many ladder matches he's been in, but we know of at least one. Kenny Omega, who seems tailor-made for a ladder match, um, that are willing to to go balls out and 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 pedal to the metal and all those other uh, work hard analogies to make this great. This is going to be really fucking good. Take it for what it is. If I told you that Ring of Honor was going to have Kenny Omega versus Michael Elgin in a ladder match, you would probably buy a ticket. I would. I would buy a ticket. All right. So don't be disappointed that Hiroshi Tanahashi's not in it. Think of it this way: you're going to get arrested, healed up as much as possible. Um, Ready to rock and roll for G1 Tanahashi. And that's the main thing, really. That's the main thing. Uh, and and bonus, you're going to get a match that you would pay money to see anyway. And hopefully, uh, come G1 time, um, Omega and Tanahashi are in the same block. Because I do want to see them uh, tangle up again. Tangle Roa. <laughs> would, it, would it be weird if I go out on a limb, good old Colin Miller? Uh-huh. And say that Big Mike wins the Intercontinental Championship? I, I think you're out of your mind. Big Mike wins the Intercontinental Championship. I just I just don't see it happen. Well, in that case, um, do you think that there was a booking change there? Because I certainly didn't see Tanahashi uh, uh, becoming IC champion. No. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. So to me, that implies there's a booking change. Hmm. Maybe. Um, I'm gonna go on the record and say Mike wins. I could be dead wrong. Again, I don't know shit. Uh, I'm gonna say Mike wins. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Wow. So Gorillas of Destiny retain, and Mike Michael Elgin wins. Yuji Nagata retains. Boy, we uh we we have some differentiating opinions here. For our predictions. So. Why not? Why not? Let's have fun with it. That is uh, part of what makes our our prediction of these shows fun. But yeah, I think this is going to be a great match. You know, um, the, the the important thing is that Tanahashi rests up for the G1 climax, and he is ready to rock and roll come uh, the end of July. And yeah, this this will be great. I'm saying Omega retains. We'll see what happens. And we move on to our main event of the evening for the IWGP Heavyweight title. We have the champion Tetsuya Naito defending against the challenger Kazuchika Okada. And that kind of sounds weird to say, actually. Yeah, yeah. The challenger Okada. In Osaka. Yes, in Osaka, which has been notorious for uh, booing Naito. Booing? Pissing him putting and it lightly. shitting on him, yeah. I mean, seriously, they... Uh... We talk about laying the boots. They laid the boots on him before, but he's coming back uh, triumphantly as champion. So uh, I'm sure that'll make an interesting uh, uh, little uh, layer to this match. This match is going to be good. Come on. It's Okada. It's fucking Okada. And for the people who are like, well, Okada, can you make him the tag champ and put him in the middle of the car? Are you out of your mind? Fucking Okada is in his 20s, people. 20s. And you already want to put him down in the middle of a card? Are you out of your mind? 
And not only that, do you do you realize how much money they're putting into Okada right now? I mean that, but here's the thing too: you can't, you know, fucking dismiss the fact that Los Ingobernables is is red, red, red hot. Um, they're the hottest faction in the biz right now, in the biz quiz. <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't make any sense at all. That's all right. Um. I thought it was funny. Um, They're bigger than the Bullet Club at this point is what I was trying to get at. Hmm. Are they? Yeah, I will make that argument. Even I mean, look around in the audience. You see at this point way more Los Ingobernables uh, apparel than you do Bullet Club apparel. Okay, maybe right now, but taking them both at their peak. Uh, but, well, hmm, both, both at their peak. Um, and, and, and are we talking uh, Devitt-led uh, Bullet Club? And I don't even need Devitt-led Bullet Club. I mean, AJ Bullet Club was bigger than Devitt Bullet Club. Okay. I, dude, I, think, I, to, I, I think so, too. You can go to any fucking indie show and see Bullet Club t-shirts. How many folks fucking Los Ingobernables t-shirts do you see? You're, you're right. You, I mean, you, you can go to Walmart and probably see a Bullet Club t-shirt. <laughs> Seriously. I can walk out my door. My wife's mowing her lawn with a Bullet Club t-shirt. <laughs> kind of like my dad right now. <laughs> kind of. Where do you think I got that from? Well, yeah. Uh, well, little uh, inside uh, joke there. Oh, Rib. Um, this match will be great. Naito and, and Okada are going to put on a fucking spectacle. It should be wonderful. Um, I don't think. Okay. I, I was just going to. I'm so sorry to interrupt Damon, you know, but I just want to get this thought out there. Here is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for, you know, if we're going to see interference, you know, hopefully Red Shoes sends them all to the back and we see Naito beat Okada clean as a sheet. And then the rest of the story building towards uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11, it's going to be an Okada redemption story of him, you know, uh, getting his groove back and winning the G1 Climax for the third time and, you know, defending that briefcase and going on to Wrestle Kingdom 11. I think that that is ultimately where all of this is headed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do too. But as you were saying, I kind of felt like, man... Didn't we see that? Like, didn't we see that? Like, with Okada losing to Tanahashi at the Dome, and then, you know, the next day at that New Year Dash show, it was like, you know, Okada loses and he's hurting, and and then it was his redemption to kind of get back, and you know, he wins the belt, and then he finally beats Tanahashi at the Dome. You know, the, the, I feel like that's happened. Um, I mean, it, it's different in the sense of he, this would be more of a revenge from a I don't like you as opposed to a revenge from a uh, respecting you professionally and I, and I want to get the one up on you um, so you're saying Okada loses clean as a sheet here huh yeah that's what I'm saying I, I think it has to happen that way almost well it doesn't have to but ideally that is what I I would like to see personally just Naito you know may, maybe there is some in Gobernoble shenanigans in the beginning but maybe we can have Red Shoes or Tiger or whoever's calling this send them to the back and then uh, Naito uh, wins the match on his own accord hmm you do want to start a ride at Osaka don't you uh. I, I, I do I want to see <laughs> flaming chairs being thrown into the ring and um yeah I mean I wouldn't be surprised if that's the route we're going um. Yeah, I think Naito wins. 
I think Naito wins. Yeah, I, I truly believe that he is hanging on to this title until Wrestle Kingdom 11. Yeah, he's going to the full year, huh? Oh, I'm going the full year. Okay. And Okada wins G1? Yep, Okada wins G1. Because here's the thing. Every time that we try and overthink these scenarios, and rem- remember last year, the the, the fiasco Kota with our, our, our booking of the G1. and That's just... because, but here's the thing, though. Kota Ibushi was fucking on fire. Kota Ibushi was, was, was Will Ospreay. <laughs> he was. Know, last year, you know? He was. And everybody was just Kota Ibushi, wrestler of the year. And, I mean, he's going to win the Never title, and he's going to, you know, whatever. Uh, and everybody wound up very disappointed. Um, and I'm trying not to be disappointed anymore in life. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> going for the easy, you're going for the easy one. Well, I, I, I'm going for the logical way. The logical path that I see for the rest of this year going forward to Wrestle Kingdom is Naito winning, hanging on to the, the to the belt until the uh, until Wrestle Kingdom. Okada wins the G1, becomes a three time G1 winner, Triple Crown winner, and. Uh, Regains his title at Wrestle Kingdom. That's, I mean, Ghetto for the most part is, is a logical booker, and you know, don't don't think too much about uh, about all this. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think uh, I think Naito wins, and it's got to be. Uh, I think we're that, that, that that's when you said it again. That disappoints me a little bit because I think we are going to get shenanigans. I hope at the end of the match it is a clean win. I kind of feel like there might be some shenanigans, though. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you what, with Naito winning and defending successfully, that kind of strengthens the fact that I really feel like there's going to be a title change for that Intercontinental belt. Um, okay, let's 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 do that. Naito wins clean as a sheet. Okada redemption, G1 win, Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, I'm down. It just makes sense. Now, if you want to hand over the booking pad to me, you know, that your your G1 final is going to be Okada versus Shibata. And we say <laughs> Shibata hit the PK for the 1-2-3. Yep. And he goes to headline the Tokyo Dome against, you know, that's how I would do it. But then again, the company would probably go under. Yeah, as I was say, Kidani comes out. <laughs> we have no more money. <laughs> yep, so. We are broke. Good night. So yeah, I, I don't think uh, Ghetto is going to be handing over the reins to me anytime soon. But uh, yeah, there is your Dominion card, not too shabby. Uh, once again, taking place next Sunday, uh, June nineteenth. Man, did that come up quick? It really did. Um, it, it really did. I'm I'm tired thinking of it. Um, but no, it's exciting. It's good. It's a good show. I think uh, um, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I'm out of gas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think I'm tired is your most frequently used phrase on the PuroCast. You know how Tanahashi says, I'm never tired, I'm always tired. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's your Dominion card again, taking place uh, next Sunday, 3 a.m. Eastern Time, 12 a.m. Pacific. Check it out, njpwworld.com. And uh, we want to thank all of you once again for uh, listening to our humble little podcast each and every week. You know, we're always getting comments, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, about, hey, you know, I just started watching New Japan, and uh, I learned about your podcast, and it's really a great companion piece to NJPW World. So thank you guys so much. It means the world to us. And uh, keep those reviews coming in on iTunes. Remember, you can subscribe to us on there. Subscribe to us on Stitcher Radio and just go to NG, or, uh, excuse me, NewJapanPuroCast.com and you can listen to each and every episode right there on the website. And again, links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, 
uh, Stitcher, iTunes, the whole bit. You can find it all. New Japan, MySpace. Yeah, MySpace, Friendster. Got it uh, all. OkCupid. Okay <laughs> you know. Our Tinder account. Yep, our, t- our Tinder account. All yeah. there. NewJapanPurocast.com. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap this up, Damon, any uh, any final thoughts here for the week that you would like to sneak in? Uh, no, I'm uh, actually quite content with what we've produced here today. Another uh, dazzling performance by both of us. Um, a good week of pro wrestling. And again, uh, we got some fun stuff coming up with uh, Dominion. Uh, I'm looking at my calendar. Um, today, I think it would be um, would be, be uh, I, I can't leave the show without mentioning this is the anniversary of the great Mitsuha Masawa. Yes, passing away uh, this week. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of stuff. Go out and watch uh, some classic Masawa if you haven't. Uh, always a favorite, one of the greatest ever. Um, so there's that. Um, Any recommendations for Misawa matches to check out off I the mean, top of your head? Let's go Misawa Kawada. They had the whole, the whole, you know, we talk about Tanahashi and uh, Okada. I mean, they had them, themselves a, a nice little trilogy. Um, you know, Misawa and uh, Kawada as a tag team is always great. Uh, uh, you know, matches against Kabashi, uh, matches against Hanson. Holy shit. I mean, how can you fucking forget the the Misawa Hansen matches? Look, that whole run, you know, from '90s, uh, early '90s, all Japan. It, 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 I'm dubbing a whole bunch of shit right now, and I'm I'm in the '90s right now, and I'm just watching some of the stuff, and it's just so fucking amazingly great. Um, again, if you haven't watched it, that's the shit you got to watch. You got you got to watch that stuff. Um, so yes, Misawa passing away. Uh, I think it was seven years. So. Uh, there you go. I, I told you I have the Tokyo Sports, uh, the newspaper, the sports newspaper. Right. Uh, and when he passed away, I have that in a nice frame in my office. So uh, uh, one of the best. So uh, and then uh, we got the Dominion. And then um, I think this weekend we've got a Suzuki Goon show. Is there? The 18th. Yes. Yeah. Um, Suzuki Goon 3. Uh, Anything Saturday notable day. on there? Uh, I don't know the card, to be honest with you. I don't okay. know the card as of yet. But um, there's that. And then... Uh, all kinds of other fun stuff. So uh, good stuff this month. It's a busy month, uh, June, July, and August. July is going to be crazy. July. I don't know how we're going to do it. So July, was it the week of SummerSlam? That July 22nd? So that's, no, is that August? August is what I'm talking August about. is SummerSlam. Ah, yes. But that August is going to be crazy. August 21st is the Super J Cup. Yeah, I believe there was a, a uh, participant announced for that from Dragon Gate, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so the, you got the twenty first. You got the twenty seventh. You got the Ring of Honor and the that other promotion that's doing the outdoor shows. CM Punk does his UFC debut that yeah. week. Yeah, UFC two hundred two. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy week. So this summer's gonna be nuts with G one and the Super J Cup and everything else. All right, I'm done. I'm tapping out. All right, there we go. So once again, thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And we are going to be back here, same time, same place, to uh, talk about Dominion from Osaka Joe Hall. So once again, NewJapanPuroCast.com, VoicesOfWrestling.com. My name is Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We'll catch you guys right here next week. See you later.